Welcome back. I must warn you. In this next episode, there may be fornication. So, if you are a young child, perhaps don't listen to this one. Otherwise, listen on and day saved. On the last episode of Improvised D&D. We deal with the occasional God's child. They're very uh, sensitive to the to the forces around him. You could create a devil. Looks like you got one on the way. A crown of flame is now consuming the roof of the abbey. You hear screams from inside the walls. On the mountain path, you see uh, one of the Firbolg monks in a green robe running up towards the abbey as well. A bunch of male monks wearing the symbols of Torm in black garments, completely unlike the monks you've seen before, sit in the smoke underneath the kitchens. Chiron, the great green terror of Bane, he seeks the child. He understands exactly what happens when you feed them sin. The monk picks up the baby, continues back into the abbey itself. You all rush into the smoldering crypt, and on the opposite side, you see the Firbolg disappear into a river on the far side, and just beyond it, the crossed swords of Torm seem to be melting down slowly and fissuring, snapping and sparking. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the final episode of Arc 7 of Improvised D&D, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast where the levels are made up and the spell slots do not matter. My name is Michaela Voigt, and I am your dungeon master for this episode. We will continue on with our three adventurers as they delve beneath a fortress abbey. But first, I'm going to reintroduce our NPCs, Kaylee Ravinsky and Bailey Picorni. Hello! Oh, we're still flagellating out there. Let's check in quickly with our adventurers. I am still Barnabas Starlight, human, paladin. I have new armor and I am on my way to rescue Toby, the child of Tom. I am Brutus Galeswallower, dragonborn knight, and I am wearing khakis. And I'm Dorabash Jones, a fork half barbarian, and uh, of these three dads, I'm the one that likes to go by Papa. <laughs> Far above the great sea, night is setting in as the bioluminescent waves roll up onto the beach, high tide coming in and surrounding the island fortress completely. We zoom in on the now doused abbey at the top, which lies in smoldering ruins. Cyrus leads his monk brothers out of the fortress and surveys the ruined town. Deep Underneath the church of this abbey, we see in the crypt, pursuing the green firbolg and the burned monk that may now hold the child of Torm, our party stands face to face with the ancient relic of this pilgrimage site, the Cross of Torm, which is melting down slowly in the aftermath of the fire, emitting wild bursts of divine energy. Two greatswords make it up, and you sit here in the cold crypt, a strange scent of wet fur and burnt pine blowing up from the passage on the opposite side. Dads, I must warn you, this is the Cross of Torm. The relic we've been speaking about, I believe, unless there's a second, there could be. But this one we must beware, for as we pass, anyone who is not worthy will be turned to a pillar of salt. Um. I don't, I don't feel confident in my worthiness, to be honest. I don't feel confident in my worthiness of Torm. Like, I think I'm going to oh, turn yeah, into yeah, salt. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah, I don't believe in Torm at all either. Yeah. But I think worthiness as a what? father. Neither yes. of you believe in Torm? I believe that he exists, but I don't have any faith in him. Oh. 
Well, there's one way to ensure that you do have faith, and that, of course, is to sing a hymn of Tom. I don't sing. If we all sing the hymn, we're going to sing. If you all sing with me, I feel confident we can make it past this, uh, the cross of Tom. As a dad, I will support you in this quest. I grab Dorbash, grab his hand, and I grab Barnabas' hand. All right, we're all holding hands, and we're going to shimmy towards the cross. All right, and I'm going to sing it through one time, and then you're going to sing it with me, and that should give us enough time uh, to get past it. Perfect. All right, so I'll sing, and then you repeat. Here we go. Yes. Our Tom is an awesome Tom, he reigns in Tom's hearth above with wisdom, power, and love. Our Tom is an awesome Tom. Everybody, our, our Tom, Tom is an awesome Tom, he reigns in Tom's heart above with wisdom, power, and love. Our Tom is an awesome Tom. As you bellow out this song, each of you hears whispers coming from the malfunctioning cross of Torm. It seems tempting you. If you take up these blades, you might gain power to protect your friends and child. Take but your singing song. drowns it out. If you keep singing, you won't hear what it has to offer. Stop singing. Stop. It's good. Thank you for the singing, but no thanks. Uh, is this normal for Torm? I don't know if it's supposed to be speaking like this. This is. It seems to be malfunctioning in some way. We're not malfunctioning. No, we're functioning perfectly well. That's rude. What does your heart tell you, Barnabas? Your heart says. I get on one knee. I put a. <laughs> One fist towards my heart, and I pray, Tom, in your great guidance, please give me some wisdom in this moment. Shall we take these blades, or shall we avoid temptation? What say you, great Tom? As you attempt to commune with Torm, you will get a yes or no answer in your head. But first, you have to connect. I'm going to have you roll to connect with your god. Eight. The connection is a little fuzzy. It's crackling and staticky. Almost as staticky as this relic itself. Sorry, no is Tom, is that you? We have a bad connection, Tom. Are, are we meant to take these blades, or is this a temptation? Not sure what your question is, but it's probably your fault that you can't hear me. Well, what? No, I've been praying every day. And I'm extra chased. I won't explain what that means. I was gonna walk away, and then, 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 then you said the chase thing. Who told you that? I thought that was. Uh, I thought I was supposed to be chased this whole time. What? Yes. Is there a book around saying that I'm no stop having sex, everyone? <laughs> That's what they told us at Paladin Finishing School. That's a quick way to stop having more tormites. My Torm, you're right. You're so wise. Yeah, oh, thank you. I, I, I. The connection cuts out. Uh, and as you have stopped singing, the temptation gets louder and louder and harder to resist. You're going to have to roll for it unless you start singing and just continue to the crumbled wall on the, on the opposite side of the crypt. To I think it's kind of crazy. He never got the talk. I can't believe it. I like it. thinking Tom was really here. He'd give us a clear message. Come I say we keep us. singing. He did give us a clear message, and that's that we need to have sex. <laughs> Wait. Oh. <laughs> 
the, the last thing Tom said to me was that I need to have sex. I I unzip my khaki pants. <laughs> no, I, I lower them slowly. Tom, Ash, this won't no, work I, unless it's all three of us. I sang, I'll sing again, but I am not having sex with either of you. You can wash then, and maybe you'll get into it. Oh, you're right. going right for it, huh? You're no right. or anything. We'll have sex. You no sing Tom songs. Or anything. Here we go. Are you... You face the wall and oh. sing loud oh. and proud. Hey, Cross of Torm, do you want to judge for me whether or not this is a sin? That is a nat 20. I believe the lack of torn play was a sin, but... (laughs) (laughs) But I believe there is nothing more holy than the connection of two loving daddies. Especially when one is singing a hymn. The short-circuiting cross of Torm uh, mellows out and... Resets to its normal dormant state, leaving the passageway open for you all to pass through. On the opposite side of this crumbling wall, you hear a strange underground river. Guys, the the cross is fine. The cross is fine. Stop fucking. It's fine. Everything's fine. (laughs) Thank you for singing the whole time. It really really put me in the mood, Dorabash. It it really was just to drown out the noise. You guys didn't have to get into it. You could have stopped moaning. Uh, All right. Well, uh, gee, okay. Well, it was fun. All right. I I, I feel, <laughs> lift up uh, yes. my khakis. I, that's what you know. Second time was better than the first time. I must say. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You know. Uh, yes. I, I I gotta say, maybe I did have too many hang-ups. Yeah. Jeff, we should have sex more often. We well, should. I'm glad that yeah. we resolved that. Well, um, I already have a sword. Would each of you like to take one of these swords? We'll die. Yeah, I would love to have a another. Oh, I already have a sword too, though. I mean, I have an axe, so. No. I'm you want to have two swords? Take us. You have two on, hands. I would like to triple wield. I'll take the two swords. All oh, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, Barnabas, now wield the cross of Torm. If you, a paladin of Torm, wield these weapons, you have the ability to turn any person into a pillar of salt if you can prove that they are bad or guilty. Let us I've always wanted this power. All right, we must after uh, Baby Toby. Yes, with haste. The, with haste. O- the only egress from these crypts is the crumbling wall on the opposite side. Beyond, a dark river seems to flow deep into the earth. An extremely narrow stairwell runs along its bank, delving again deep and deep into the earth. Well, I say we shimmy along this stairwell. I mm. agree. I think you should lead since you have three swords. Ah, good, good call, Dorabash. I lead the way. Down the echoing uh, cavern that this river has formed over years and years of erosion, you can actually hear the soft cries of a baby. You must be on the right path. Toby, is that? I think that's Toby. That's our. That's our baby. I don't know if there's very many other babies in this abbey, but yeah, let's go. Chances are that's the baby we want. You hurry down the path. The earth makes the air colder and colder as you go deeper and soon the stairwell abruptly ends you will be either forced to jump into the river to continue downstream which would actually get you there faster or find another way can everyone swim i can i don't know if i can swim with this armor on though i take off the new armor 
Ooh, I just I take off my khakis now too. Not oh, now, Bruce. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. Uh, sorry, I, I didn't have that quick of a recovery time. All right. <laughs> All right, cannonball. <laughs> I dive in after. All right, I'm not gonna have Barnabas roll for this because I would judge his faith to be pretty solid at this point in the campaign. Barnabas, you jump in and the river only comes up to chest height. It's flowing quickly, it's salt water, it's fast, but you are not submerged. You two non-believers sink immediately into a river that is impossibly deep and begin to be tested by its waters. Uh, Dorabash, you feel a rising tide of rage and anger and are going to have to find a way to calm down or else drown in your own rage. Just go into a rage. It always It's fine. It's fine. No, no, no. I'm going to slowly pull out my bag of, uh, bag of algae. And, uh, can I just eat it? You don't know. Algae you haven't tried. Okay, I'm going to rub it on my teeth. I'm going to eat it and... Just put it all up in my mouth. All right, Dorabash, uh, you push the algae into your mouth. You are underwater, so I'm just going to have you make a sort of dexterity saving throw as the current rips at your arms. It's a six. It's a six. You struggle to ingest this uh, in this particular herb. Uh, Brutus is also swept away in the current. Brutus, um, you are feeling incredibly guilty about having lost the baby. You feel good that you know where it is, but you got intoxicated when you were babysitting. And this is bringing a lot of doubt into you that this water is preying on. Dead be dead. I would like to give myself fatherly advice. Go for it. Hey, buddy. I know you're doing your best out there, and that's all you can do. You're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna stumble. You're gonna fall. But it doesn't matter. All you have to do is fail forward, and you'll do great things. Forget what you've done in the past, and just become a better dad in the future. You are Brutus Gale Swaller, Dragonborn Knight, 100% loving dad. As you fortify your own willpower with your own fatherly advice, positive self-talk, bolstering your spirits, I'm going to have you roll just a straight strength to pull against this impossibly strong current. Natural 20! Natural 20. You burst to the surface, pulling Dorabash with you. And Barnabas, you see your two friends surface, and you have no idea how they could have possibly been drowning in chest-deep water. Just stand up. It's, They're no, still swimming, no doggy bottom. paddling. It's still deep for them. No it's really deep for us. We're not followers of Torm. Torm hates us. Torm doesn't want me to live. Are you kidding? Torm, did, Torm saw exactly what we did back there. Uh, he really? did. And why isn't he letting us talk? walk on water? Uh, I don't know. Here. Uh, here. Um, I'm going to toss you both a rope, and I'm, I'll just tow you. Okay. I pull a rope out of my bag of holding, and I toss it to both of my companions. And uh, I, I tie it around my chest area so that they can uh, uh, follow along, sort of like uh, uh, <laughs> like they're on like uh, uh, inner tubes. Yeah, inner tubes. Yeah, uh, the current is still strong, so this is by no means a casual lazy river situation. But you are able to use it to your advantage and speed up your pace in pursuit of the baby. Uh, coming up, you hear a rushing chorus of waterfalls. And to your left is a barred grate on the side of the waterway that you might be able to steal into to avoid this waterfall that's coming up. 
Uh, I'd like to uh, grab onto the grate. All right, reaching out, you easily do so. The faith of Torm reconfirmed with your actions throughout this adventure. Uh, so you do not need to roll. You grab out, uh, and your friends are sort of tugged along beside you like little tugboats. Choo-choo! All right, this grate is still sealed. It's got small holes in it, no more than two inches wide for each of them. So you can fit your fingers in and get a good hold, but you're going to have to find a way into the grate. Beyond the grate, you see inside exhumed bones of saints paving the walls, ceilings, and floors of what can only be St. Mercy's Ossuary, a holy room where the saintly are laid to final rest after their burials. What is this grate made of? It is just made of metal. Mm. Uh, Brutus, are you able to use your fire breath to melt the metal? Uh, I take a really powerful flame, but I can try. I believe in you. Roll for fire breath. A nine. A nine. Uh, you managed to heat the metal so it's malleable at least, and maybe someone could mold it. Uh, also, Barnabas, your hand is burnt. Owie! Oh, uh, don't worry, I use my faith to heal myself. Ah! All better. That way I can, while it's still malleable, can I use my axe to try to, like, sh- Yeah, roll, it roll off. the hit. All right. Seven. You know Seven. what? It's a stationary grate, so we're going to say that you hit it and sever several of the, the links in this grate, splitting it open wide enough for you guys to pass through. You climb up into the ossuary and gingerly step out onto this bone-paved floor. Um, empty eye sockets from the skulls that line the ceiling seem to follow and watch you as you continue down this long hall of bones. There may be spirits in here that judge you for your life's actions and for potentially losing this important demigod. Somebody else. Guys, I know this looks bad right now, but we are still, we're dads, and we can, dads are going to do great things. That's right. We just did a great thing. We, we <laughs> opened a grate. <laughs> yes. I By do. definition, it was a great thing. That's right. Oh no, we're oh, being judged. Oh no, that was uh, a good no, that was a good pun. I don't I liked know. It. They didn't like it. Oh come on, you know, I didn't give a standing ovation for that. You, I liked it. But you like dad jokes, so they carry the puns of the fatherly humor. Yeah. But how are the humors within the body, fathers? Is it but bile? Is it but other bile? magic. And then I think one of them was stomach juice. Alright, I'm yeah. going to use my fire breath to set these skulls on fire. We are but disembodied. Okay, boys. roll to hit. 16. Uh, you set an entire wall of these ancient saintly skulls on fire. Barnabas, you look on as your friend desecrates this holy place. Uh, Brutus. Brutus. Brutus, that is not helping our cause. What? On the far... insulting us. I'm protecting you and us. On the far end of the ossuary, you see a reliquary that glitters. Inside is a bronze skull that conjures two skeletons to give corporeal form to the judgment saints that are following you around through this ossuary. I think you may have initiated combat with these skeletons. So be it. Well, uh, we are here to judge you. You seem to... To reject the whole speaking from the walls bit. So we just showed up. If you want to initiate combat, that really makes our decision making process pretty easy. Certainly. Uh, no, no, oh. no, no. Uh, 
I am a faithful servant of Torm, and I, I, uh, I have led a very good life. Uh, and uh, I'm hoping that you uh, will give my two friends a pass on uh, any uh, bad behaviors they may have had. Mm. The inner sanctum at the base of this cavern holds great holy secrets. We cannot entrust them to just anyone. Anyone. Uh, well, I am very good at secrets. I will give you my pinky to promise. The pinky? Yeah, yes, I am a knight too, and I cannot break a pinky promise. Mm. There's a horrible shattering of dried bone as another wall sort of like crumbles in the aftermath of Brutus's flame strike. Uh, after we just redecorated. Oh, I, uh, I can fix that. We let one in, and then the other one broke down our walls. And that was Ventrius. What a shame. Uh, I will make a pinky promise that I will fix this wall once we're done with this quest. We uh, care not for your future actions, but for the factor of your past. Yes, it is not what you will do, it is what you have done. And we are the two sides of the scale that shall judge you. Yes. Well, here's something we all did. We we escorted the baby of Tom here, so... Where is the child? We we Uh, lost it. We got a little high and we lost it. Okay, so Um. I I put one little weight on this great scale of bone on the good side. This is for actually having the child of Torm with you and bringing it here, see? And I break off my second rib and put it on the other side. And this weighs up your negative impact on the Of losing the child. Of losing the child. Okay. That seems a little imbalanced, I think. I break off another rib. We're arguing with the play. It onto the scale. Well, surely I have a lot of great deeds that I've done. What about the time where I uh, helped Malvolia clean out the attic? Mm, the sin of pride. Uh, Another. No! I snap uh, off my yes. femur and put it on uh, the scale. Where is your mount? Didst thou abandon thine moose in the marshes? <gasps> no, I set him free. He wanted to be free. I can't own a moose. Mm. That would be... That's not right. He needs to be out in the wilderness. You called that gentile megafauna to be your servant and abandoned him. Uh, no, he's a friend of mine and he was just helping me out with a little problem. Roll persuasion. An eight? Mm. Brutus, you get to roll with advantage because you are vulnerable and, oh, and with took off your armor. A two! Yikes. Well, put seems, another one on there. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like you, Brutus, have a knack for fucking your friends over. I'm fucking your friends, but we don't judge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> yes, true. <laughs> At last. Oh, Dorabash, surely you've done some good deeds. Um, um, oh, I, Dorabash, I reach out my skeletal hand and read the thoughts of this half-orc. Ah, attacking a stranger. Take off my humorous bone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is funny. We're going to run out of bones. I'm going to have to. I I take off a pinky finger and put it on my own personal scale on the bad side. Yeah, I I pull off my funny bone and I hand it to you. (laughs) If you're judging us on our actions, that's fine. But don't judge us on on our nature. That's just who I am. I can't help that I go into barbarian rage. Oh, that is 
true. I can't fight it. I, I try every time. It I take big belly breaths. It seems as though the entire spectrum revealed before us here. Oh a God. paladin raised in opulence. Probably had a guest pool. Probably had one guest One guest, guest pool. pool, you can tell. He probably had loving parents who looked look at the nice look yes. in his eyes. But I rejected that life. Uh. Yes. I stepped away from it and gave up all of my inheritance and all of my worldly possessions to Tom and dedicated my life to being a paladin of Tom. And I recently helped solve a civil war under the sea. Surely that's, that must give me some brownie points. That's pretty good. That's, that's nice. I'll, I, I, I take one of my weights and I, and I put it onto the good side. Maybe a little... A little extra weight. That would be nice. I mean, a civil war, that's a big deal, right? To be perfectly honest, yes. I am not particularly interested in you talking about your own good deeds. I do believe our friends know us best. Tell us tales of your companions, oh, good deeds. Oh, yes. Say a nice thing about the person to your right. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll start. Uh, Brutus Scale Swallower. When I first met him, he was so welcoming at the guild hall. I came in and I realized there were no other paladins there, but there was another knight. And he took me upon his knee and started telling me stories. And uh, he made some s'mores for me. And uh, and we became best buddies. And, and that's who Brutus is. He nurtures people. And I, I think... Given the chance, he'll continue to nurture people. Mm-hmm. I pull one weight and put it on the good side. And this is my good buddy, Dorbass Jones. He is a very nice and gentle person. He just makes. We can't say words like nice, use bigger descriptors. He's a very gentle, <laughs> kind beast. Okay. Who likes to give... I feel as though you're struggling to say something nice. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. We don't hang out that much. No, we do hang yeah. out. We hang out all the time. Okay. I know him and I, he is a very nice person. He likes he to go... nice. I, he is a... We say nice and we don't think of anything good to say. That's true. That's what my mother used to say. I think you're very... Okay, <laughs> so... He is a gentle... Said that one before. I know. What's Let a me specific start example? over. Okay. Okay, you can so start again. He makes little flower crowns and he gives it to little orphan children. Shut up. Every Sunday. <laughs> oh, that's pretty sweet. That's that is really pretty sweet. sweet. Isn't it not? That's really nice. Uh, this is a Barnabas Starlight. He, um, well, uh, from the sounds of it, he is a pretty good lay. I, um, uh, I, that checks out. I, and That's less of a compliment yeah, more yes, of a yeah. statement. All right. Well, it's a, I mean, it's a good lay. I'm complimenting his. All right. All right. It's and true. Also, he can vouch. He saw can, what can, I was doing. Can you, I tried. The, can you speak to the character rather than the mechanics? Um. Well, he's. Perhaps you could describe in detail what I was doing. Oh, you know, it's, oh, yeah. it's a very giving person. Uh, Actually, if you could write it down on well, the scroll, how and much tone play was there? <laughs> I. Don't think there was much actually. You guys just kind of got right into it. We're singing our Tom is an awesome Tom the whole time. That's uh, that was me right. to block it out. Uh. It seems as though. Don't king shame him. It's I'm an not. excellent sex jam. All right, that's fine. That's fine. But can you speak nothing to the character of, of your compatriot? Well, uh, Barnabas has always been one that looks out for everyone else except for when he's healing. Um, but yeah, it's always been. If you need somebody to come in and be your white knight, Barnabas Starlight, call him up. 
golden energy is siphoning off of them and leading out of the room towards where the child of Torm may perhaps be. Yes, in fact, it leads to a far corner of the room just behind these skeletons, and there's a gentle thudding that has been in this room since you entered that is getting louder and louder and louder until it actually racks the bone archways themselves. Some of them sort of shatter and crumble. You look at the skeletons, though, and... This seems like normal to them, like a passing annoyance, even as the ossuary itself is threatened at its foundation, something below. Just another day. Place another witch on the good side. Oh, yes, yes. And it clicks to the side as a passageway opens behind us. We're good! You did it. We're oh, dead! That hey, was hey. wholesome. So wholesome. So wholesome. Wholesome content. The skeletons uh, fade into the walls and mortars and foundations of this ossuary, allowing you through to another strangely dark passageway, although there is a glowing blue, familiarly bioluminescent glow coming through. From the archway of bone, a cold breeze blows up from whatever is beneath, and you smell again this stench of wet fur and burnt pine. This stench that has appeared in the cave before and now underneath this abbey. I'm going to have one of you roll perception, whoever's leading this charge. I suppose I am, since I have the Cross of Torm. Fifteen. Fifteen. Barnabas, as you pass the glittering reliquary on the far end of this room, heading towards the archways that leads further down into the earth, you see a small sort of maybe stone-sized gold glittering thing on the ground. Do you pick it up? I seems like a trap. I would not like to pick up this golden thing. All right. You pass it by. As our adventurers walk into this dark passageway, the rest of us see a glittering gold toenail of maybe some forgotten saint embedded into the skull nearest their exit. But they continue down, down, down into the earth, finally emerging into another set of caves. Uh, Have you guys turned on a torch or any sort of light source? I believe none of you can see in the dark. None of you have dark vision, if unless I'm mistaken. Maybe Dorabash does. I don't believe so. Okay. But I do have fire breath that I can... Do you uh, want to do we, that? Yes, I would like to use that yeah. to make a torch. <laughs> to find a piece of wood and make a torch. Oh, sure. Roll investigation to see if you find a piece of wood or if you just have to flamethrower your way down here. A one. <laughs> a one. Uh, after a vain search... You don't want to waste time. You just flamethrower your mouth the whole way down. <laughs> one of the bones, one of the hand bones, grabs onto Brutus's ankle and begins to pull down. Uh, wait, I can use this as a fire, <laughs> as a fire stick. <laughs> you pick it up and snap it with your innate knightly strength. And now you have a really weird smelling torch that's kind of dim, but it works for your purposes. Everyone just close your noses and I'll go first. Mild screams can be heard from the burning flesh. (laughs) (laughs) 
Dorabash, as you as the light is thrown onto the cave walls, you see uh, a passageway that is actually lined with the same sort of cave paintings that you saw in the cave with Pillars of Salt before. There's druidic script as well that speaks of a beast of the forest, uh, keeping the child beast safe and secret burrowing deep for the winter just this beautiful poetry but you don't have time to look at it since you're chasing the child of Torm. finally the tunnel opens up into a vast underground saltwater aquifer it is all illuminated with this bioluminescent algae that is teeming in the dark waters and at the far end you see a strange tiny fawn-like creature that is walking delicately on the surfaces of the rippling water Two unconscious figures lie near the opening. One is the green-robed Furbolg Prior. The other is the slightly burnt monk with shackles on his wrists. His lantern uh, is doused at his feet, but you can see a few small uh, magical-looking fireflies crawling on his lantern. The baby is nowhere to be seen. Maybe somewhere in this vast aquifer. Toby! Uh, Toby! I, I uh, begin yelling Toby to see if uh, I can get any response from him. Okay. Toby! Toby! How loud? Loud enough for this fawn creature across the way to hear you? No, just right below that threshold. <laughs> let's, roll, let's roll a stealth. <laughs> a 12. A 12. You're able to moderate your voice just enough, but there is a moment where you're too loud and the fawn pricks its ears and its legs grow really, really fast as uh, it listens back and forth. And then it calms down and its legs grow smaller and smaller and smaller. Must so have apparently, been my imagination. apparently, this creature can change its shape at will. I believe we saw a picture of this creature way back in the cave. Dorabash, do you remember if we learned anything about it? Um, we didn't really get to look at the caves well, uh, that much as we had to run away quickly. I could tell you there was a lot of druidic writing. There was some on, on the walls as we came in here as well. Um, the child Toby is still missing and didn't respond to your calls. Do you have another idea about how to find or lure out Toby? Ooh, do what if, we, what if we say Toby the Destroyer, and then lightning will strike somewhere around? Yes. That's true, but it will also draw uh, the attention of the fawn. Are, are we ready? That's true. All right, let's get in position. We might need to attack. So we can kind of devise a plan. Right. You know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? We'll use our dad powers. Just everyone to yell at the same time? Uh, yeah. I just say everyone be ready to fight. And one of us will yell, Tobias the Destroyer. Uh-huh. Yes. All right. Okay. I, I pull out the two blades of Torm and am ready to form the cross of Torm. As I you do, one of, the, one of the figures stirs on the banks of this massive saltwater aquifer. Uh, what, what happened? Oh, wakey, wakey. Ah. Hello, yes. <laughs> Please. Oh. Oh, it looks like you're awake. Well, I, the child's gone. I took him. Oh, no. Why? Why? <laughs> why the child? How do you know ding dang well why? The burned monk is the one who has woken up. I'm so sorry. I I, I can't remember anything. Oh. I, 
But you're covered in burns. Don't you see them markings? You done been possessed, boy. Yes, but possessed. What yeah. possessed? Oh, look at your arms. You can see it's no. all infernal looking. No, no, not, not possible. I'm, I'm a follower of Torm. It's oh. not possible. Is you sure, though? I... Throughout this entire conversation, the fawn has closed eyes. It's really weird. Beyond its eyelids, you can see a sort of burning light behind it. But for now, it is dormant. Do you still call out? You have the opportunity. No, let's see how this plays out. Cool. Dungeon Master. <laughs> you lie in wait. I take one of my limbs, which is just fully undulating and ever-changing green and plant matter, and I just take one of my little fingers and I just point it right onto the forehead no, of this please, little guy. Please, 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 please. I'm just going to give you a little bit of food. Then the memories come flooding on back. <laughs> what do you say? What do you say? Oh my God, there's so much fire. Oh, that's a lot. And a yeah. child. Okay, yeah. A, ch- a child running around covered in, in, in gold and black lightning. Yeah. And, and, a, and a glowing wrench just flying straight at my head in the dark. That's Toby. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I remember you. Me? I remember you. Yes, you get away from me. I I search for my great sword. Where did you take? Where where is it? Oh, where did I take what the baby? Where is it? No, everything. You tormats are all the same. You act like everything always belonged to you. As the fawn says this. It grows in size, larger and larger, uh, downy fur becoming thick hair, um, horns sprouting and lighting on fire briefly, and then it all morphs back down to the small, innocent baby fawn. But here I am worrying about something that don't even matter. A pawn like you's gonna sing the tune he's told. That's... We, I, I feel like we need to protect... Uh, this burnt monk. It's clear that they're a good person and a follower of Torm. I think they are on our side, even if they may have been possessed before. Are we behind? You are currently, uh, you're you're hiding amidst the bank of this aquifer where the two uh, previously unconscious bodies were, no sign of the baby, and then the aquifer itself is just this vast sea of salt water and glowing uh, bioluminescent algae. And the algae itself seems to be sprouting and growing from the fawn, like a canopy or a cape falling off of its shoulders. Everything is fine. I don't know what I'm talking That's about. That's right. That's right. I, I slowly, my roots curl up under this person and start trying to whittle their way into their temples. Yeah. Everything's fine. It's fine, I, see? I know the fire! Get out of my head! Oh, we sure got ourselves a fire. DM, I leap forth so that I, I am between uh, the burnt monk and the fawn, and I am holding the cross of Torm before me, and I say, stand back, fawn! Oh! As a reminder, the cross of Torm works on people who are evil. But you still might be able to strike away at this the limbs of this creature, turning them to salt, if you can prove Look guilt. At him moving In that case, I may be able to just dual wield with these weapons. Fawn, what's your game? Where is the child? How wouldn't you like to know? Who are you? My name is Barnabas Starlight Human Paladin. Hmm. Well, we'll pop out to that. Oh, you brought three. The three brave adventurers all form ranks as barbarian, fighter, and paladin join forces. Hmm, I break my grip on this monk, and I take a step back. I'm going to make a constitution saving throw to see if I'm able to escape the thrall of this being. Absolutely. That's a ten. That is not going to be enough for this uh, ancient forest spirit. Against my control, my hands 
come aflame. Oh, that's weird. Looks like it's not three on one. I reach my little tendrils into the ground and I pick up the furbolg as well. The furbolg's eyes blaze with the green energy as uh, they stand up as well, uh, possessed by this beast. I assume you initiate combat. Oh, I don't know. You guys want that child? You can just go. You see, <laughs> there's a bit of a mix-up in the whole deific realms, and there's a little bit too many good and a little bit too many evil. We want this child for neutrality. Oh, that doesn't What the heck are you talking about? <laughs> I, I don't know if I can believe that. Wait, you're, you're saying you want to uh, use this child to cancel out both good and evil? Oh, I didn't say that. I just said that Gaia wants him. Gaia? The, oh. the Earth, Earth God? God? The great spirit of the Earth, yes. Yes, I've oh. communed with them. Yeah, this guy gets it. But it's a child of Torm, I thought. <laughs> well, what? Hell. You know, that's the wonderful thing about being a deity. Once one little, uh, once little demigod pops out, he's just nothing but an etching sketch. He's nothing. He's fresh. We can make anything we want. Doesn't matter which parent it, or which deity birthed it or created. We well, not well. Torment's okay because he's good, but sometimes he can be a real pill. That's true. He can. Yeah. If you get I've on his bad that. side, mm-hmm. don't touch his stuff. Anyway. Listen, we cannot let Torm lose influence in this realm. If Torm loses influence, then I lose my powers, and I cease to be a paladin. Well, um, we need more paladins, and we are dads, and we can't let one of our own go to waste. That's I right. I get that, but also, I, as a half-druid, I do enjoy Gaia. I don't, I don't mind oh, Gaia. I'm not, I'm, I'll help you, but I'm not, a, I'm not drawn to any specific deity, but I don't see a problem with Gaia as a god. A uh, I see a problem where Gaia wants to kidnap a child. Yeah. That's my problem. Yeah. Since when is kidnapping ever good? How can the source of everything kidnap anything? One of its eyes twitches, and you briefly see a void of flame and sunlight as a little firefly escapes out of the side of its eye and starts flying around the room. Sorry, it's very difficult to hold this form. I am a beast of chaos, a primordial being. All right. Well, we initiate combat, right? Oh, is that the facts? We initiate combat. All right. Right. All right. That's an 11 for the party as they form ranks and a five for the primordial being that they are encountering. I'm actually, before you start your turn, I'm gonna have one person roll a quick perception check to see if you can figure out where the baby is. A 14. A 14. There are two bubbling sources of either like some gas coming up from underneath the earth or someone letting out gas from underneath the water. That could be a baby or it could just be a coincidence. And there are two of them on the far ends of the aquifer. You're gonna have to choose which one to go left or right. But it is also your turn. What do you do to initiate combat? So I think you have the sword, so you should probably go first, right? Yes, but these swords, uh, I can't use oh, yeah. them as the cross, but I can use them as swords. You can use them on the people. So the Furbolg and the monk could be judged by the swords, just not this deity. I am neither sin nor bounty. Strike down the evil. Barnabas, you have to you have to cast out any evil within them with the sword. With the swords. All right, I would like to turn the power of the cross of Torm towards the Furbolg. 
All right, rolling to hit. That's a three. That's a complete miss. So swing wide. I whip it away. <laughs> then as he was doing the attack, I'll look at the bubbles on the left side. All right, roll for that. Roll to investigate. Into Seven. Yeah, you can swim really fast due to your strength, but uh, salt gets in your eyes and you're not able to make a thorough check beneath the water. Oh, um, there also hurts. seems to be all this like seaweed and algae around. It's getting in your way. It's annoying. I can't swim very well. I'm going, I'm going to use my control of nature to spread the algae out of the way. Okay, you push it out of the way in time for uh, Brutus to blink open his eyes. Roll to see if it's fast enough for you to check on your turn. A two. A two. It's not fast enough. You still have salt water in your eyes, Brutus, and you're not able to see. We'll have to wait until your next round. Ah! <laughs> Fun. Or shall I call you beast? Ooh, you can call me feast. Feast. <laughs> the feast. Uh, turn is up. Uh, having possessed the the Furbolg and the monk, casting one of the great swords in the Cross of Torm to, so- to the side in the water, it is your turn. Mm, thou pretendest to understand the forces of good and evil, do you? And as I speak, more eyes in my form continues to undulate, creating a large, overlapped, six-armed creature. I lose control of these Furbolg and monk, but I hold out my claws and I reach out to grab the barbarian and squeeze him. That is a 17, which I think I'm going to call a crit. Come now. on home crit? now, child. Yeah, I'm going to call that a crit. I have the ability to use a critical reversal. Oh, whoa! Uh-huh. What do you do? I'm going to critically reverse it right back to your face. Mm. Okay. Grab uh, yourself. Dorabash uses part of his control plants feature to thrust your your plant-based form back into your face, us poking out several of your eyes. Ah, well, I got still five arms and 60 eyes. As the plants touch the eyes themselves, the eyes burst open and emit this uh, radius of fireflies, which start to burn anything flammable in sight if they alight on you. Be careful, they sting. I'm going to have Barnabas, since you're not in the water, roll dexterity to avoid those fireflies. 18. 18. You dodge and roll and tuck and douse yourself quickly in the water as needed. Refreshing. Uh, It's you up next, Barnabas. Uh, And I've lost one of my swords, is that correct? You've lost one of your swords, but one is still functional. No, no, no. I would like to um, roll to use Divine Smite upon the Feast. Seven. (laughs) Holy magics, you think that's going to be working here? We accept Visa and MasterCard. (laughs) Uh, Furbolg and Monk, you are now in possession of your faculties. Do you want to do anything as you take in the horrifying abomination before you? Well, the monk is going to run and douse their hands in the water since it's still aflame. All right, that takes up their action. And the Furbolg sort of trying to get their faculties back together surveys the scene points at the feast and tries to direct some of the algae investing these pools to subsume the creature. That is an 18 as the Furbolg druid conjures up the uh, the sort of offshoots of this forest spirit and uses it against the feast itself. Mm-hmm, yeah. You actually managed to put out and kill dousing a lot of the fireflies with the wet sodden algae. Well, sedating them. 
a thorn in my side. I'm going to come back to Brutus and Dorbash now because it, they didn't get their turn on the party's turn. What do you guys want to do? You, so- Dorabash, uh, has cleared the plants, and Brutus, you have blinked the salt from your eyes, so you can attempt to look again to see if the baby's there. Yes, I would like to look again. All right. An 18. An 18. If I roll an odd number, the baby is on this side. If I roll an even number, the baby is on the other side. It's an odd number. Ugh. So it's here. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> uh, below, you see uh, Toby's uh, blue glow deep beneath. Uh, Toby apparently can suppress the n- like normal humanoid need of breathing, but had been gurgling underneath the water, uh, letting little gas bubbles float to the surface. So you can dive down, scoop up Toby in your arms. But you realize as you scoop up Toby in your arms, you're like, you're struggling to swim without using your arms. That's really hard, I think, even for a fighter. So I'm going to have you roll to swim back to shore. Dorabash, is there anything you want to do? A natural 20. Your dad instincts kick in as you, like, you motorboat all the way to shore. Your uh, dragonborn legs kicking out behind you. And you sort of burst out of the water, hitting the, the pebbled shoreline. Nice job, Brutus. Thank you. It was all thanks to you, the dad. Dorabash, you're up. So right now the uh, the, 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 the feast f- is being attacked by the druid? The fireflies at the feast emitted that would surely have burned all of your clothing, all of your skin. It would have been awful. We're doused by the druid. Brutus has gotten the baby, and Barnabas is facing off with the feast itself. What do you want to do? I'm going to try and speak to the feast. Does it speak dru- uh, druidic, by any chance? It absolutely does. Oh, you it, know it, baby. It's, it's birth tongue. Mm. Primordial. Well, uh, hello. Oh, you speak primordial. Uh, it's I speak a little druid. Oh, yes, the language of Gaia. Yes, I I, I actually enjoy Gaia as a, as a deity. Oh, cool. You want to hop over to this side of the the combat picture? No, but I'd like you to stop attacking my friends. Oh, that's a problem. They want to take the child and use it for good. Well, not necessarily good. We're just finishing a, a task we had. Come on, you can understand. So, like, I understand what a task is. Yes, and that's a worship of Gaia. You know that Gaia likes to get things done. So that's what do you think I'm doing here? Well, <laughs> you're getting in the way of us getting our job done. So, kind of. So you're saying that because you're doing something, yes. I should let you do it. Yes. <laughs> Because... Uh, because it's the right thing to do. Come on, we've talked about I'm not interested in the right thing. I'm interested in the thing. Okay, Dorabash, you're about to cede your turn if you don't take an action now. All right, fine. I'm just going to throw my axe at you then. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> that is an 18, a critical hit. I don't have critical reversal, no. <laughs> uh, one of... I mean... Oh, God, this is cool. Okay. The uh, forest spirit's head is chopped clean off of its body as Dorabash hits it with your axe and the head falls to the octopus surface, sinking beneath the water and the body shrinks back down to fawn size and apparently still is animated, walking around wordless. The head is now sinking rapidly to the bottom of this aquifer and you have no idea how deep it is. Do we need the head? I don't yeah, know. so will the, uh, will the other half die in like a day or two or something? Is it a cockroach? Like, like a chicken? How does this work? Yeah. I, does anyone... I, 
I, I think I this is fine, right? It has so long as it's no longer a threat, I don't care. We must find the child of Tom. We, I, I have him. Oh, have that's Toby. Oh, yes. yes. There he is. Hi, I Toby. I do also have the ability to have an extra attack, so I might as well hit the body one more time. The body walks around senseless, but still sentient, it seems. Confused and blind. Do I get a turn? Yeah, you do. Dungeon Master, I would like to alter my form into an ovular portal so that I may open up a gate to the realm of deities and Gaia herself can figure this out. You're gonna roll for that. (laughs) (laughs) That's a 15! You know what? Uh, As a minor deity of the forest yourself, you are able to open up a portal to uh, the Mother Earth Gaia. What? Uh, she appears to you all as a, what you can only assume a star appears up close, though you have never seen it yourself. Barnabas, perhaps you learned of it in your wealthy uh, education upbringing. But it's this roiling mass of light, and you're surprised by how much it resembles the flaming crown of Torm that you had assumed was a beacon of your god. And she speaks directly into all of your brains telepathically. Children, why are we fighting? This big bully was trying to use your name for that. Oh dear! Oh. Well, my head speaks down at the bottom of the well. Screaming. <laughs> Gaia emanates a bit of light, brings her head up above the surface of the water. Oh hey! My mind. Why are all my children fighting? Well, I just know how much you love neutrality, so I was I was figuring this. Oh, yeah, thank you. Uh, I I knew that you was interested in this little torn child, so before you know, I knew that you was gonna ask me to go get him, so I figured I'd bring him to you first. Oh, I, I love I love that you are so preeminent in your thinking. Oh shucks. But I don't like it when my children fight, for we are all one, are we not? It is exactly. Oh, she's so right. Gaia, it was not our intention to fight. We only wish to save this child. We should blame it on the feast. Save? Why, what is the child in danger of? I only wished to bring the child home. Well, it is home. It's home with us. Home in a dark, dirty crypt. That's where I live, but then, you know, you, you... With three violent adventurers. The forest spirit is slowly, horrifyingly regrowing ahead from what she's speaking. It's awful. Oh, nice. Uh, Gaia, what kind of home would you provide for this child? Why, look around. Anywhere you are is home, are you not? Mm-hmm. There's the great nature versus nurture debate, is there not? And we would be the greatest nurturing family that could provide for this child. Oh, yes, I know. I've seen your adventures. I've seen you walk through the halls of this world, my world. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And I just wonder, why are we all fighting? I only want peace. Well... And of course, this poor child of Tor. Oh, 
I do not want this child to befall the same fate as their father. Oh, their father. Such a pill. Such a pill. Love himself. I think, I think that could be no greater compliment than for this child to follow in Tom's footsteps. Oh, I'm not arguing with that. Oh, yeah, I know it's awkward because he's your ex and all. Gaia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, we What's don't... That, what Wait this is about? a minute. That's... It I'm, is so, I'm so sorry for calling you out. I'm so time, sorry. No, that's quite all right. Time is everything, and I see all at the same time. Past, present, future, it's all the same to me. Oh, so you see when you get back together and then you break up again and then you get back together because it's been rocky. The green furbolg steps forward to provide evidence for why Torm sometimes makes unjust decisions, especially regarding their village. I reach out the two stumps of my forearms. I try to hug a tree in the form of Mother Gaia. And Tom took my hand. Oh, he's jealous. He took my hand and he took my bride. Oh, he still loves you. See, he's he's smiling people that hug you. He turned my hands into salt. Oh, and the rest of my tribe into salt that as well. That jealous little tart. Well... You know. Oh, you think it's cute that he's turning all your, your followers into salt pillars? I don't think it's cute. Oh, so. you got that look in your eyes. Oh, shh. oh, come on. I don't even have eyes. Oh, come on. I can see him. And they're winking at Torn. <laughs> now, it doesn't matter who mommy's dating or whether or not they're together. I just want all my children to be happy. Oh, well, we are not happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's weird. Is, weird. Well, it's, is the child of Tom your child with Tom? Oh, no. <laughs> no, that's... Now, that was, uh, I believe, our intelligence says it was Guy Anonymous, whose real name is Doug Clompers. Oh, Gaia, Guy Anonymous. I could see how those could Guy get confused. Doug Clompers? Doug Clompers, yeah. <gasps> Perhaps it's because his name is Guy Anonymous. That's what I just said. Well, I was going to have a negative emotion, but it's—he's still thinking about me, obviously. Oh, come on! Don't you want—you don't want all your babies to fat? Maybe you should—you and and Pa shouldn't fat. Sorry. Here's the thing: there's always good and bad in the world, children. Sometimes Mima and Peepaw's fight, and that's okay. But as long as we're happy, we don't have to focus on the negative things, do we? So, will you let us leave and take this child with us? Uh, I don't think so. Well, can you guys meet in the middle and have, like, you alternate weekends? Somebody has oh, we haven't worked out custody with Torn. I mean, if you work that out, then it, we'll be fine leaving it with you guys if you ever just trades. To be perfectly honest, I'm a little over his paladins and his clerics playing middle man between the two of us. You know what I mean? Yep. I get it. I get it. It's about communicating, you know? I mean, I may be an Okay, awesome I'll dial him right now. Do I, you don't. Please don't call him. Please don't. No, 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 no. I form into another portal. A one-way portal to Torm's hearth. 
Okay. Should I roll for this one? <laughs> yeah, roll for this one. That's a three. <laughs> That's a three. Uh, the portal sputters and fails because you cannot create two oh, portals no. to the godly realms at that once. Kind of recovery that jam. said, uh, at this talk of communication, Brutus, the child in your arms st- starts to gurgle and say their first words, or at least the first words you've heard. Peanut butter. Oh, peanut butter. peanut butter. He got that from you, Dora Bash. Yeah. It's a good... It's peanut a good butter. Thing. Learned good peanut things. Peanut butter. Fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> Dora Bash. Peanut butter. Talking. That was also you, Dora Bash. <laughs> All right, peanut fine. Butter. So you wanted him to be torn neutral. Play. How? That's torn neutral. Play. I know torn play. That, that can't come right now. He's That's not a good dad, but we are, little baby, Toby. Peanut butter. Yeah, peanut butter. You can have all the peanut butter you want if we take you home. Do you want... Let's ask the child what he wants. Yes, that's... Toby! (laughs) (laughs) Who do you want to live with? Do you want to live with your three dads? Or Gaia? (laughs) Or perhaps some third option we haven't come up with? Yes. Mm. I put my thumb up and smile at Toby. Mm. The child of Torm... Looks at Gaia. Just a, blue, a, glo- a burning, glowing star. Mm. The cradle of creation. Looks over at, at the dragon dad and an orc dad and human dad and then looks over at the at the furball and the and the burn monk. The furball will get. Shakes their head no. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> Toby would be happiest with the fur. <laughs> Please, no. I have no hands to change the nappies. <laughs> the Actually, yes, I believe that is quite a good idea. The child of Torm walks over to the fur bulk and puts their chubby little fingies into the wounds on the hand and touches them to regrow their hands. Uh, oh, uh, uh, peanut butter. Oh, uh, I'm running out of excuses. Uh. <laughs> Dear Fearbulg, I commend you for all of your service, and you know I love you. I love you so much. Could you please take care of the child of Torm? <laughs> the the Fearbulg looks around like, please help. <laughs> the child of Torm is already. Tugging on your fingers, no, climbing ow, up your body. Ow. It looks like the child no. poking at your nose. Yes, <laughs> Toby has chosen you in a fair fight of favoritism. <laughs> I was not part of this. I. <laughs> it sounds like everyone is getting what they want. Yeah. Please, no. Mm-hmm. I, I am not equipped. I live in a studio apartment. <laughs> I think this yeah. is, uh, you have to get your life together. I have so many sharp corners in my <laughs> in my apartment. <laughs> yes, uh, Furbolg, what's your name? Furbolg, we don't have names. Ah, that's, that's convenient. True. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think this is a great opportunity for you to like take responsibility for your life and <laughs> turn it around. I was the primogen of my tribe, and I lost all of them. Do you think I have what it takes to take care of this child of Thorm? As long as you believe you can. Yes. I can give you some fatherly advice if you'd like, whenever you want. And I could give you an aura of courage if you'd like. 
We should probably do that. <laughs> is there a is there a is there a third thing someone could offer me that might convince me? I look pointedly at the druid barbarian. Um, well, I mean, you lost all of your eyes because you walked into the Torm's temple. If you go ahead and stay somewhere else, I'm sure that the child won't turn into salt. So I am convinced. That's all I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> was that so hard? <laughs> yes. I'm fully confident in uh, leaving this uh, child of my favorite god in the hands of this stranger we just met. Well, here's the ding all dang thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we really want to make this work, we all know that Torm's a jealous little pill, so why don't we just put the Torm monk with him? You know, the burned up one. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. And when he's a teenager, he can make his own ding all dang choice. I think that's I think that fair. That makes sense, yes. I didn't devote myself to Torm until I was a teenager. Has anyone been feeding him holy essence? Uh, oh, we have some. I broke a few bottles, but I have a couple extra. So the yeah. cries, the cries of the infant child begin to uh, crescendo and then echo around the chamber, which starts to uh, starts to crack above you. Uh, this whole thing will come down if you don't feed this baby right now. Well, it looks like it is my time to leave. I love you, my children. The portal closes. Okay, I think I'm on splitsies too, then, and in the most horrifying fashion, I explode into vines and maggots. A bunch of silvery worms disappear into all the cracks and out into the ocean uh, above. Uh, quickly, uh, Dorabash, uh, give the furball uh, the, the formula. Uh, I'm going to toss the first one to you. The Fearball takes it and drinks it. They don't understand. The Fearball glows with holy light, and uh, some of their their guilt is cast aside for the the fate of their tribe and all the mistakes they've ever made. All right, you only have one left. Fearball, <laughs> don't drink this one. Uh, this one is for the baby. The fu- the Fearball already has it up to their lips. No, no, don't no, no, drink no, this one. No, 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 you can do this. Feed it to the baby. You're ready yeah, for babies. this. You're ready to be a parent. The fear bulb is holding the baby upside down and starts gesturing right, towards its head. real put it in here. Come on. The child of Torm grabs a little blue bottle and just starts sucking on it. There you go, Toby. Oh. Oh, it's already self-sufficient. Why am I here? The shuddering cracks in the aquifer, uh, are still there and the ceiling is leaking ocean water down into the algae infested waters you're gonna have to leave having been stripped of my former guilt by drinking the celestial juices i gesture at the algae i was controlling earlier and control it so that it starts filling in the cracks as best as they can to allow us even a small amount of wiggle room to escape. Okay, I'm gonna have you roll for that because that's quite complex. That is a 12. Good enough. You stop the flow for the most part. This isn't gonna be a place that you can, for example, live, (laughs) uh, but you'll be able to leave on your own time and the adventurers begin making their way back up the way they came. Right. The child is also holding the hands of the burned monk. Yeah. <laughs> ah, ow, ow, okay, ow, ow, that really hurts. Two dads. Oh, precious. <laughs> well, <laughs> we did a good we, job. We did. It took three of us to do what this one furball will be able to do. Yes. <laughs> but 
you know, we'll always have these memories together. We were great dads. We were great dads, and we were intimate partners as well. That's yeah. right. That's one memory I'm not going to try to hold on to. You know, to. we're in this cave right now. We can do it one last time. We really don't one have One last to. time. Since Torm isn't looking right now. Yes, guys, let's do it Torm now. is always looking. Torm's always watching you. Torm does not want to see that. Torm, oh. please start singing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Torm is an awesome. Oh, give me those khakis. Oh, here you go. And with that, we will close up Arc 7 of Improvised D&D. Thank you so much for joining us. (laughs) Take care, friends. (laughs) Everyone, thank you so much for listening to Arc 7 of Improvised D&D. Those dads, sir, ding-dang, did their duty. It means so much that you've been listening this far along, and if it's your first arc, then, ooh, boy, welcome. If you liked us, it would mean the world to us if you would share this with your friends, your enemies, your randos on the street to help get the word out. It would also help pierce the algorithm dimension to give us a five-star rating and a kind review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And if you want to see what kind of shenanigans we're getting up to, we're on all the social media pages. This is, we're on Instagram and Twitter as Improvised D&D, that's the word and, and then we're on Facebook as Out on a Whims Improvised D&D, with an ampersand because they let us use it and we love it. We post all kinds of cool stuff like art for every new episode and also little side quests and digital adventures, and if you want to check out what we look like looking like fantasy dum-dums in real life check out the other world theaters youtube for every sunday night we have a 7 p.m live stream our absolutely wonderful cast has been dora bash jones played by quentin hess buddhist scale swallower played by mike begrowitz barnabas starlight human paladin played by bryce reed and our npcs were kaylee ravinsky and bailey pokorny and our wonderful dungeon master has been of course michaela voigt that's absolutely right, Hoggrast. Our intro song was Call to Swords by Tim Beak, and all of our atmosphere tracks were done by Michael Gilfie. This is Quill Havencrest signing off. Search for signs of the apocalypse, and do so with friends whenever you can. We'll see you all next week with a whole new arc. Goodbye.